Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 207, and I have a guest today. And my guest is Jessica Smart, and she's smiling so big, even though y'all can't see that. Hey! And I just saw her little girl, who is the cutest thing. Um, but Jessica Smart has- Hello! Hi! She's just written a bo- book. A book. She's just written a book. <laughs> I wonder if my new editor is going to take that out. No, don't take it out. Anyway, she's just written a book, and it's called Memory Making Mom. And Jessica and I met right at a year ago, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Yeah, you're right. It was this time of year. Yes. Yep. And I showed up on her doorstep (laughs) and said, can I please spend the night here? Well, there was a little more backstory to that. (laughs) That sounds, (laughs) I mean, we did arrange it ahead of time. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I actually took an Uber from the airport to her house. And, um, and because Jessica and I both spoke at the Becoming Conference last year, which is the one that I tell you guys about all the time that you totally need to go to. It's in North Carolina, Lake Junaluska. And you're one of the hosts this year, right? I am. I am. It makes me so special. I'm not really sure what my jobs are exactly, but, um, it's fun to say I'm a co-host. You're in charge. So that's exciting. Yes. I kind of want all the fun stuff, but not the responsibility. Yeah. I think that'll work out for you. Okay. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, But we're both going to be there and it's in July this year. So y'all come on. Yes. And I just want to say, I was super nervous when you were coming to my house because I told my husband, the girl who has the decluttering and well, at the time I said organizing, which I know there's a difference now, but I was like, it's the organizing blog lady. She's coming, get your stuff out of the way. Like, <laughs> and then when you got here, I was like, okay, I think we'll be all right. Cause you were just so laid back, but that's a little bit stressful to have this like big guru organizing decluttering lady, just staying at your house. <laughs> um, and then you realize the angle that I'm coming from. That's what I always tell people. I'm like, no, it's me. So like, no, you slob feel less in intimidated. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was fine. But I it did go on a little rampage and get some things out of the way before you came. There you go. Yeah. And this time I'll see the real thing next year. Um, well, listen, we, I mean, this is what we can talk about, but I've been decluttering. I think I'm ready. I'm ready for you, Dana. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, go ahead. And now that we've randomly talked, uh, go ahead and tell everybody about yourself and who you are and your general life story okay. from the very beginning to now. Oh, great. Okay. So in I was one minute born in New Jersey. No, I'm just kidding. I won't start with that. <laughs> you were born in New Jersey? I, uh, yes. Isn't that weird? I was. And you live in North I don't Carolina. like to tell people that. Um, I live in North Carolina. I'm pretty much from North Carolina. Not that there's um, anything wrong with being born in New Jersey. That's not what we're saying. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Um, but I love North Carolina. And I feel like it is my, like, even though I don't have a Southern accent, it's my home. I'm, you know, a Southern without an accent girl. But anyway, so I live here with my husband, my three kids, two boys and a girl. I homeschool them. I have a motherhood blog. And as you said, I just launched a book called Memory Making Mom because I felt like we were, our life was a little lame and boring and we needed to spice it up, make memories, have adventures and start new traditions. So I wrote that book. And basically between homeschooling and writing that book, that's about all I do. There's nothing else interesting about me because I don't have any more time. (laughs) And your kids are some of the cutest kids ever. 
I, I mean, s- thank you, but yeah, they are. They they actually are. Um, right. I mean, my kids are cute, except that they're old now, and so the cuteness right. is gone. And I say that I to them know. all the time. I'm like, I used right. to be cute. That made it easier. Yeah. Oh well. Um, <laughs> but I do still feel bad because your sons left those snakes outside my door, and <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because I have two boys, and so I just totally thought it was hysterical. Yeah. And then Sorry I felt really that. guilty because they got in trouble when I mentioned it. Because you shouldn't leave snakes in the hallway for strangers who have never been to our house before. That's just kind of a cardinal rule of life. <laughs> but as a mom so, yeah. of boys, you would think it was funny in somebody else's house. I know that, but yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I would. That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I still feel guilty. Um, okay. So I'm just going to talk about your book for a second because I've been reading it and it's really, really good. Like, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That's how I felt when I read yours too. It's like, she's an awesome person and this book is amazing. (laughs) Thank you. I really thought that. I mean, because I would say compulsively readable, you know, like, because it's very easy to read. I mean, it's very fun to read. Um, Like it was Mm non-intimidating, you know, I mean, which I, these are all those things that I'm like, this is of course what I expect from a book since I already knew you, but it's just fun to read it and go, oh, this is actually something I want to keep reading. You know, not just, okay, I'm going to interview Jessica tomorrow. I've got to read this. No, it's like, oh, oh, that means a lot, Dana. And not just because you're quoted in there. Did you catch that's the main reason? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what I, so I was an English major in college and I had this writing professor. This changed my world. He Mm -hmm. said, the key to good writing is have something to say and say it as clearly and most, and I mean, I think it was phrased differently, but the point that I got was say it as clearly and with the most interest that you possibly can. Cause if your person doesn't want to read it, it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have. And so that's like my goal, like have something to say and say it in a really entertaining and interesting way. So well, that's what it's I try to do. It's very conversational um, and very non-intimidating because the subject matter is memory making, which similar to cleaning and organizing, right? all moms feel like this is part of my job and we often feel like I am not doing as well at this as I exactly. imagined I was going to before I had kids and I had all these visions. Um, <laughs> and so it can be one of those things that makes you feel like I'm scared to read that because Yes. I'm just going to make me feel guilty, but you don't make us feel guilty. Well, you're so sweet. And that has been the feedback. It's been really exciting to hear people say, I didn't want to pick this up (laughs) because I thought it would make me feel bad, but I didn't, you know? Right. So, cause that's kind of one of my, you know, we have Pinterest. Like if you want activities to do with your, your kids, you can find it. I mean, there's not a resource I don't think like mine where I like wrap it all up in one compact thing. But my point is you can get ideas other places. I felt like what you need most is encouragement. Okay. So tell me your story about what brought you to this point where memory making became your thing. It was kind of two things at once. For one, as I told you, I felt like our lives were getting kind of lame. We, it kind of came to a point, I talk about this in the very beginning of the book, where we had this moment where my son had a really serious medical scare and, you know, I'm sitting in the hospital room, like, you know, those moments that just make you be like, what is my life? And am I doing all the things that I want to do? So it was kind of, that was the pivot of, okay, we seriously though, my kids are going to be 
gone out of the house one way or another, you know, and what am I actually doing? Are we spending time, you know, doing things that matter or am I on my phone and yelling at them and just getting all of everyone to all the places that they need to go? So that was one. And then number two was, um, I got introduced to my agent and we just kind of kept brainstorming some book ideas. I had so many good book ideas, Dana, like I was sure that one of these was going to be just the, a winner. And he kept, he would be like, uh, let's put that one in the basket, which at first I was like, Oh, the basket. Okay. Like, but that was the trash can. He thought it, well, those were bad ones. <laughs> So finally, like he just was like, listen, we know motherhood is hard. Everybody knows that. What's a positive spin? How can we like talk about the positives and get people motivated? And so it kind of just came to a head all of it at this once where I realized like we need to make memories with our kids and traditions, even though traditions sound like super lame and boring and kind of outdated, like everyone has them and everyone loves them. And they're the things that we remember from our childhood, you know, that they're our kids' favorite things. So I just kind of put together this list of like food, work, birthdays, holidays. Um, I talk about faith, rest, vacation, like all the things and just put together all the ideas. Because I, I honestly had Googled that idea about a couple of years ago, like book about, you know, traditions. And there wasn't exactly what I was looking for. So yeah, it was kind of like this fun project to just talk to people and read a lot of books and compile all these fun ideas. Well, and so, the main thing that comes through is your perspective and your, yes, there's ideas in there. I love that you include recipes in the food chapter, you know, things that have meant a lot to your family, but the perspective of, I think one of the quotes that I had looked at. Look at you. Were you taking notes, Dana, and highlighting I, in my book? I took pictures on my phone. Oh, well. Does that count <laughs> as notes? Uh, but it says, chances are you probably have some you don't even realize, talking about traditions or, you know, things yes. that happen consistently. And it says, recognize them for what they are, traditions, talk them up, relish them. And so it's giving that perspective of you're doing things anyway, and then to take it and make it more purposeful. Exactly. Because we think, oh, this is going to be all this extra work. But if you talk to your kids, they might be like, I love how on my birthday, you always, you know, get me that big special balloon. You're like, oh, huh, I do. <laughs> right. Well, like so, for us, one of the, I've talked about this before of we, after Christmas, I know after Thanksgiving, we would come home from Thanksgiving, we'd put the tree up and we'd watch Elf. And one year my kids said, oh, we're getting Chinese food, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they said, <laughs> we always do that. And I went, Oh, I guess we do because we're all tired oh. of the Thanksgiving food. And yes. so that's just kind of this thing. And it was like, oh, that that is a tradition that happened. I didn't even realize it. And now I can be purposeful mm -hmm. to make sure we don't miss it. You know? Exactly. Um, do you put so, syrup on it when you eat the Chinese food? No. And sprinkles and that was an elf and, joke. Yes. Go over your head. Okay. Yes. No, it didn't <laughs> go over my head. I was just trying to think of something funny to say. Oh. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> it didn't Sorry. Our first sponsor this week is OpenFit. OpenFit is a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. I have to be honest, I was really excited to try out OpenFit. There are so many workouts to choose from with some great trainers and I can do it all at home or on the road or wherever I can stream video. There are lots of yoga workouts that I am checking out and I have done a few of them and I'm most excited about getting to try out Extend Bar with Andrea Rogers. Um, I have wanted to try a bar workout, which looks like barre, but it's actually bar anyway, um, but 
I've been wanting to do that. There aren't any of those in my area. So I'm really excited to get to try it out um, with OpenFit. You can view the workouts on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Roku. I don't consider myself tech savvy, and I was able to get it all set up on my Roku within minutes. It was very easy. And now I can do the workouts using the big TV in my living room. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with my code CLEAN, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use my code CLEAN and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text CLEAN to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text CLEAN to 303030. Um, Okay, so would you consider memory making to be something that comes naturally to you? Oh, what a good question. Um, Not in the conventional sense. Like my sister is super good at like all these awesome cakes and it's St. Patrick's Day. So we have green this and blah, blah, blah. And you know. I don't because I'm more of just like business. Let's get the people what they need and let's do it in an orderly fashion. Okay. You know, (laughs) so it has taken a little bit of practice to be like more fun, I guess. But you know what I've realized? It's a catch 22 because if you are more spontaneous and fun, then that's going to be easy for you making spontaneous, fun adventures. If you're more like organized, well, then you may be more detailed at like being consistent with things. And so I feel like no matter what your personality, you have a strength, you know, you just have to play up that strength. And so, um, play up that strength and add in a little bit of the other. Exactly. Well said. And usually in your family, there's probably one like, Okay, so I'm, I don't tend to be one to just be like, well, let's just go up and go fishing. But guess what? My husband is, you know, mm-hmm. so or maybe it's a kid that's like, mom, we should blah, 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 you know, and so kind of being responsive to your family members and letting them, you know, use their strengths in that areas. But it does come naturally to me to like think of good ideas and try to want to be intentional. So that's, you know, that's why I wrote the book. Cause I'm like, well, I want to do the right thing, you know, and make it all matter. <laughs> right. Create the childhood exactly the way I want it to be. Yes. That's yes. me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. So right. <laughs> I'm in but, counseling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, but, but for real though, I mean, that is my mindset was always, this is exactly how their childhood is going to go. Mm-hmm. And then life just kind of gets going. So I talk a lot about TPAD, which is time passage awareness disorder, which is totally made up. Whoa. It's yeah. like your deslobification. You just made it up. Your, your yes. dictionary. <laughs> yes, exactly. I made up a somewhat medical sounding term. But, but <laughs> because so a lot of what I do is pre-made decisions. So like I'm going to make these decisions ahead of time so that I don't just kind of go on through life without things happening. Exactly. I feel like a lot of what you're doing. So give us some examples of things like some simple examples and some big examples of things that you have said, we're going to turn these into traditions. Okay. I love the way you just described that because that's exactly my goal. And I feel like that's what people don't realize when it seems like, oh, this is another chore, memory making. The, The secret is if you do the work ahead of time of deciding what you value, it's actually easier. Because then you know, oh, it's Christmas. We're going to blank, blank, and blank. 
oh, you know, we love sports. And so every year we're going to blank, blank and blank. So, okay. So some examples from our family. Um, I talk about this one a lot, but I just think it's so good. And it's also right now we're recording this in the spring. And so this is a good time to think about it. My friend turned me on to this family day idea. So for us, my last name is smart. So it's the smart family day. So it's one day of the year. That's like your holiday that you're going to celebrate your family. You're not going to have all the neighbor kids over. You're not going to set up coffee dates with, you know, friends or whatever. The day is just about you guys. And you can do it whatever you want, but some guidelines are to make special meals or go special places that are that you love and to pick something um, to do that's maybe you haven't ever done together, all of you together that you would enjoy. So things we have done, we rented a boat. We'd lived near a lake one time. We rented an RV camper because we really had been wanting to do that. And um, what our life goal is to go across the country. I live in North Carolina to the Grand Canyon and back. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) But um, so one year we did that. One year we went kayaking. You could, and then, you know, maybe watch a movie. And then at the end, we also give the kids like a little um, certificate for something they did that year that was noteworthy, even if it's like, you know, learned how to write her name kind of thing. So, yeah, so there's the family day. And we just know that we're going to have that in the summer. What else? Well, so I think of traditions as daily, weekly, or seasonally. So one thing we do weekly is we always have Saturday morning breakfast, pancake breakfast with like pancakes, eggs, bacon, coffee, oranges. And that is also interesting because it sounds like more work. I cannot tell you how much easier it makes things. I know what I'm going to make. The kids are excited about it. There's no, like, it doesn't even matter if we have, like, games or whatever. We'll just do it a little bit earlier. I know what's on the shopping list. I don't have to, like, brainstorm, oh, how can we do, like, a special meal this week? Like, there it is. This is our time. So, yeah, the kids love that. And then we also try to do, like, a special family dinner once a week, too. Um, which, you know, some weeks are busier than others. But I'll make, like, something really yummy, add a dessert. Yeah, those are a couple. Our next sponsor is Third Love. Y'all get ready because I'm about to mention some unmentionables. That's right. Third Love makes bras and they pride themselves on helping you find your perfect fit with their Fit Finder quiz, which honestly was super easy and kind of fun to take. And then they recommended a very specific bra for me personally. Answer some simple questions with their Fit Finder quiz and they'll help you find the perfect bra that is the right fit for you, specifically for you. And this is the part I think is the coolest because in case you're like me and you're like, oh, I don't know, can they really do this? You don't have to worry because Third Love offers a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. How cool is that? But of course, their goal is that you love it. So Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash clean now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash clean for 15% off today. Talking about your family dinner, um, 
I liked how you were like, we're going to do Thursdays and then we'll adjust it as we need to. Because, you know, yes. as kids go through different seasons and have practices on different nights and things, they do. Um, tell me about the stuff involved in your traditions. Like how many of your traditions are stuff free and how many do involve stuff? And no, I want actual numbers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then um, like, do you have a special storage system for, you know, like this is something we do every Christmas, whatever, or like storage system for your special things that you put out for family dinner or what? Um, I would say the majority of our traditions are more activities that don't really require stuff. Right. Um, because, well, part of it is I homeschool. So we are already in our home a ton. It's already like we, we spend plenty of time here with each other. So to make memories, I mean, you know, we do have a lot of that in the winter where we'll do cozy, you know, movie night or whatever. But in general, I like the idea of getting out and going someplace else. So um, I'm really a little bit of a minimalist when it comes to a lot of that stuff. And sometimes I feel guilty about that. Like I saw on Pinterest the other girl, this girl got out like her Easter, you know, collection of stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot of Easter stuff for your kids. <laughs> that's encouraging to me, though, because I feel like, so my podcast this week, which we're recording this on Friday, so this is coming out. Anyway, my podcast last week, um, I talked about, you know, this whole idea of um, the stuff involved in things and how sometimes when those of us who can't handle that much stuff then feel guilty and feel like we just can't do anything because we can't handle the stuff that goes along with that. So it's encouraging to know that most traditions don't require any stuff. But do you have a special storage place where you put your, like you talked about your gray tablecloth for... Um, so I'm going, what's funny is I just wrote this book and I don't know if this is normal, Dana, but here's what happened. First of all, I wrote the book, Crazy, Crazy, Crazy. Then I sort of shut down and my body felt like it was going to die for a couple yes. days. Okay, that's normal. Then this Only is a couple days. Then. You're good. Okay. Well, still in that stage a little bit. But shortly after that, I had this intense desire to declutter my house because I had been ignoring it and ignoring yes. it. And there was just all these areas that were annoying me. So I'm going through everything right now, but and it will be even more organized. But yes, I have a special spot. So I went through all of my linens and got rid of the yucky ones, but I have downstairs one cabinet that has all of our cloth napkins and our tablecloths and I only kept the ones that I love and that's where they all go so for holidays I have um and I'm gonna go pare this down and organize it again this summer but or this spring but I have you know my rubber maids that are just for Christmas and I have one that's for Easter honestly I don't have a ton of Easter um and then really the other holidays are pretty minimal too so I'm not one that does the whole drag everything out and every holiday has, you know, um, I would say because I'm a teacher and a homeschooler, I tend to have books and there are some quality books and I give some ideas in my um, book of some good ones. So like we'll have a couple really good Christmas books that I love. We go through one before Easter, you know, got a couple fall but books, you know, are kind of easy to store. Like right. that's not a whole bunch of clutter that's going to be spreading glitter everywhere. Right. So generally, break. no, I really, the answer is I did buy some cute Easter bunny plates. Um, but, you know, there's like eight of them and I, you know, stack them in a box and then boom. So generally, no, there's really not a lot of clutter. Good. Yeah. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> now hey. I will say, can I add one other yeah. thing? 
So this is a new leaf and maybe some of your listeners or readers will have some ideas. So we did actually um, at the end of right before the new year, we did achieve our life dream of buying an RV. And so my thing was we, it was like in the winter. So we haven't actually used it yet because it's been so cold and rainy. But my thing was, I'm like, Jessica, you're not allowed to get anything new for that RV or get anything until you organize the CRAP that's already in your house. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to say that. So I, spelled. <laughs> I have a lot of moms that listen with their kids. So yeah. So you're welcome. Kids can't yeah. Smell. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So yeah. So that I just am like, once I clean up all of this stuff in the house, then I can, cause I, I do think that will add more. That hobby does bring somebody was like, yeah, I have two of everything. That about gave me a heart attack. I don't need two more of everything. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is you can declutter by, if you've got two of something, then yes. one of them can either go away or go into the RV. Or, yeah. It's so exciting that you guys did that. that was your it, it, it is so exciting. There was an end of year really good deal. And it was kind of like, this is the RV that's perfect for our family. If we're actually going to do it, like this is, we need to buy it. So we're going in a couple weeks for the first time. But so that'll add, that's a, what I'm saying is that is a hobby that is going to add some stuff. But I feel like I put, you know, requirements on myself. I was like, you have to clean up this, this, and this. And then you can add that other clutter in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Are you willing to talk about, because you've talked openly about it before, and you might talk about it in the part of the book I haven't gotten to, but do you mind talking about your anxiety oh, struggles? Oh, I don't, Dana. So um, wouldn't it be awkward if I was like, yeah, I don't talk about that. <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'm just kidding. You didn't yeah. have any anxiety Delete. struggles. No, I've I totally do. I did. I just recently did um, a whole podcast on it. So I can link it if you want in your notes. But. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. So I want to hear about, um, if you can just kind of give us some of your background on that. Um, and if these traditions help in that area of your life, if, yes. if you find that. And can I also talk uh, about clutter and how that plays a part in it? Sure. Go right ahead. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I developed the anxiety or it was worse when I became a mom, postpartum mm -hmm. and hormonal, and you're in a house by yourself and all that. Um, I think it came to a head when my second born was a baby and I was dealing with some postpartum and I had a really bleak uh, go of it where it was like, I'm kind of, I didn't realize it was anxiety. I thought I was just shutting down and way different from everyone else. <laughs> so um, once I was able to name it and, you know, I did actually go to a, um, my MD and, you know, I took some medicine and it saved my life. And I, that's not a perfect solution, but I'm really grateful for it. And I Absolutely. think if you're in a really bad spot, it can be life-saving. And then, you know, counseling as well. And also just being able to name it and kind of distance yourself and say, this is my anxiety talking. This doesn't this mean this. This is a this. real thing. Yes. Yes. But it doesn't believe, mean you have to believe everything that you're afraid of, you know? Right. Um, takes a little bit of the power out of it. So, yeah, traditions help in a lot of ways. I mean, one thing is it's a productive use of time to plan and organize things. And because for me, and every person is different with anxiety, but for me, it helps to have positive, well, maybe everybody's different or the same with this. It helps to have some, a positive project to pour my mental energy into. Otherwise, I just ruminate over nothing. So 
my anxiety did really kind of flare up after I wrote the book because I think it was just so stressful and, you know, I was tired and depleted. And so I have been, well, there is the decluttering my whole house thing. There's that. And then also um, like planning our vacation. So that's like a positive, you know, and it also grounds us a little bit and just, I mean, it's the good stuff. It's the stuff that really brings life to us. We aren't fed by scrolling Instagram. Right. You know, and just binging on Netflix. And, you know, I, I mean, I do those things, but that's not life giving. That's not going to give us what really we need is like the stuff that I talked about in the book, beauty and rest and good food and intentional time with each other, relational, you know, those are, that's the good life. And so in that respect, yeah, it totally is. Um, it's not a cure for anxiety, but it's, it, it helps because I'm living out what matters. Well, and I think for me, I don't suffer from anxiety, but I do know that that panic feeling of like, that comes along with motherhood, you know, just on a very shallow level. Um, having things on the calendar, having things like, yes, this is what we do makes me do it. Like for our, our family, our family's birthdays, we do every other year. And that gives me a year that's a break, but it also gives me a year when I have to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I have to plan this birthday party because did you ever watch the middle? No. Show the middle. Anyway, they, they're kind of a mess as a family, but they're hilarious. And they're always talking about, um, we're going to float her birthday this year. And she's like, we've floated the last seven birthdays and she's never had a birthday party or whatever. (laughs) Um, We're going to float Christmas this year. And I'm like, I can see myself doing that, you know, because I do have time passage awareness disorder and it just kind of flies by and oh my goodness. So having things where this is what we do makes me make things happen, which then prevents the regret, which then Exactly. Feel, feel better. better sleep better. Yeah, there's a quote in my book where I said, I know it's impossible. I mean, I'm, you know, adjusting a little bit, but I said, I know it's hard to believe, but when we implemented traditions, I honestly felt better laying my head on my pillow at night. Yes. And, and when I feel like antsy, angsty, it's usually because we've lost some of them. And so I go back to like, okay, what matters? So, and then I was going to touch on the clutter. Um, yes. Clutter totally, it makes you more anxious. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how badly it was affecting me this year as I've been in a busy season of writing and homeschooling. And I am very affected by my surroundings. I think there's a whole spectrum. But I can't tell you how much better I feel about my life when I look in my closet and it's like just the clothes that I actually wear. It really actually affects me. Because every time I was seeing this, you know, exploding drawer or all the, you know, rags that I didn't even love spewing out of the cleaning closet, it was like this angst inside of me. It was like, you didn't do this job. You're behind. You're bad. Like, <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't even register what's no, no, going no. on. It's, it's just, subtle. It's a like right. socio, like, but no, what's psychosomatic? No, I don't know. Something. There's a word. There's a medical thing. Some word, some official word. Um, <laughs> Maybe my new editor will come in with like the official word <laughs> in a You're different really, way. You're um, really laying a lot on that editor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can keep all that in there. Um, no, I, I really, I think it, because I struggle with 
when people are like, oh, it drives me crazy and I'm anxious when my house is a mess. So I don't let it get to be a mess. I think it's for people like me and a lot of my listeners, you know, we, we don't see that incremental mess. We get caught up in a project like writing a book or whatever it is that you're working on, birthday party, anything. And the explosion happens. And then it's that I'm feeling anxious. This is driving me crazy. I acknowledge that it's a huge mess. But then the anxiety a lot of times keeps me from being able to take that first step. You're paralyzed. Yes, it's, it, it is. It's paralyzing. So it's that, it's that acknowledging and acknowledging that it helps you um, when you can kind of get past that point. Um, yes. So that's why it's good that there are people who have written books on decluttering that can help us. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Um, all right. I want to know if there are any questions that you were hoping I was going to ask you. Oh, wow. I feel like you've asked them. You were so good. You're a really good interviewer. You That's really, nice you are. I do I've not done, feel like a good interviewer at all. You, you are for sure. I've done a lot of podcasts and you're, you really are. I don't really think so. Of course, I'll think about it when we get done. Well, it's too late um, at that point. But, uh, well, I did want to tell people to follow me on Instagram, but you were maybe going to get to that. Yes. Follow Jessica on Instagram. Yeah. Jessica.smart with two Ts. Smart with two Ts. That's right. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Let's get everybody to come to the Becoming Conference so we can all hang out there. Yes. Isn't it yeah. honestly one of the most fun conferences you've ever been to? It really, really is. I mean, she does. So Jen, Jen was on here, right? You've had yes. Jen on here. Yeah. She's just a fun, genuine, warm, kind of laid back person. And so the whole conference kind of takes on her personality a little right. bit. And yes, I think if you were a group of girlfriends that were like, well, you know, we should all like get together, but you know, you don't really want, like, what do we do? You know, like it's a totally like affordable, low key ish. You could, skip a couple of the um, sessions if you wanted downtime, but don't skip mine and Dana's because they'll be really good. Right. Um, <laughs> skip like the main sessions. <laughs> just kidding, Jen. But, um, and it's just gorgeous. So pretty. It is so really pretty. pretty. It's right outside of Asheville, which everybody in the whole country knows that Asheville, North Carolina is supposed to be the it's, most gorgeous place. Right. And this is an affordable way to come see it. True. One Very of the true. most really. Yeah. So yeah, I can't, I can't recommend it highly enough. Okay. Well, I hope people will come. And um, I, okay, so tell us where to find you on, online. You said Instagram, but what's the name of your blog so and all that? My blog is smartereachday.com and smarter has two T's, not because I don't know how to spell, haha. <laughs> I actually got a lot of those messages at first, like, you spelled smarter wrong. That's really ironic, um, <laughs> but it's a play on my last name. So smarterreachday.com and then my book is Memory Making Mom. You can buy it at Amazon or wherever books are sold and go to memorymakingmom.com. And I really feel like, you know, my people will love your book because I think it's right up their alley as far as that's why we're here. We want to, you know, we are intentional moms and then we're not everybody's a mom, but you know what I mean. But we are, you know, intentional people and then life just kind of gets going and you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I'm hoping that it's a resource that you would just keep on your shelf. And if you get a whim to start a tradition, you'd be like, ah, I need a good idea. Boom. There's the book. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me. And um, 
I will have links to Jessica and her places online and the things we've talked about in the show. Thank you for having me, Dana. Thanks for coming on. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.